Uh, so Rachel, thanks very much for coming on. Uh, how have you been managing the last uh, two or three months with um, no racing, I suppose? Yeah, I should have this been very different. Um, but, uh, you know, like everyone, we're, we're just getting on with it now. And it's um, it's great that, that racing starts back in Ireland today. And, um, yeah, everyone's just happy that things are opening up a bit now. Yeah, did it work well that week or two after Cheltenham, the behind closed doors um, racing? Yeah, it did. Um, you know, it's it's very much a sport that can be done safely and efficiently. Um, you know, with regards to social distancing, and uh, you know, there's a lot of kind of new protocols put in place. Um, you know, there's health screening now and temperature checks when you go racing, and there's a serious amount of work being done by everyone behind the scenes. Um, everyone in in the IHRB and Jennifer Pugh, our our, our, our jockey's doctor and stuff. So there's there's a lot of work being done, and um, yeah, like the there's a 77 page document um, with all the new protocols and uh, yeah like there's a serious amount of work being done and um, yeah it's, it's going to be a very safe environment now going forward yeah is it very different racing without any crowd or are you just in the zone when you're when you're out riding on the, on the track yeah to be honest when you're it's obviously very different in around the parade ring and around the weigh room you know everyone's keeping to themselves and there's no interaction there and uh, you know there's no interaction in the parade ring with owners or anything um, so that's all very different um, but to be honest when the race starts it's it's a race and you know at the big festivals you'd, be, you'd hear a crowd and so on but you know on a day to day basis actually riding in the race isn't isn't that much different yeah so we'll move on to yourself i suppose um how did um you begin uh, racing um to start off with uh, so I always rode um, as a child growing up with horses and ponies and stuff at home and I did um, hunting and eventing and all that kind of stuff and um, I played pony jump games and Sorry. the pony I had was quite fast so we, we set to give ourselves pony racing so that was my first kind of um, introduction to the world of racing so I was riding, riding him in a pony race and then I started riding it in transition year for um, a neighbour of yeah, and then turning professional, was that an easy decision to make? Yeah, I suppose I had the backing of Jack Hanlon. He said he was going to get behind me and I was kind of in a position where I didn't have anything to lose. My career as an amateur wasn't really um, any kind of a career at all. So, uh, you know, I, I kind of had nothing to lose, give it a shot. And look, it, it worked out brilliantly. And uh, it's the support of, um, you know, the likes of Shark Hannah at the start to get me going was, was a massive help. Yeah, is it that thing with racing that you nearly need a, a trainer just to believe in you and give you a few rides maybe to start off with? Yeah, like, you know, starting off is the hardest thing, I suppose. Um, I was lucky when I started uh, when I started racing, first of all, I was with Aidan Kennedy, and he got me going point to pointing, and I got plenty of experience on a lot of horses he had at the time. And it's, it's getting going is the hardest thing. It's getting that first ride and then the second ride, you know, um, that's the hardest part. Uh, it's easier for people to to give you an opportunity when you've had a couple of rides, but those first couple are, are definitely the hardest. Would you have felt maybe as a female rider as well that it'd be just that bit more difficult at the time um, compared to the men? No, no, not at all.
um, with the likes of Katie Walsh and Nina Carberry so then seeing them um, the last 10 years um, give you inspiration as well that um, you can get to the top yeah definitely yeah definitely um, they definitely got rid of any stigma that was there and I never really saw it um, um, at all so you know they were a massive um, massive inspiration to me you know they were the ones that were in the way when I went in there and they just got on with it I never heard either of them ever mentioning the fact that they were female so I just followed suit and uh, yeah sure you know they rode to the highest level and yeah it was never an issue yeah, do you even think now the female rider tag is, is gone that you're all just um, riders like you and over in the UK, Bryony Frost and uh, Lizzie Kelly? Yeah, it's gone, to be honest, yeah. Um, we'll move on to then Cheltenham. You got your couple of Cheltenham uh, winners last year. What was it like um, was crossing the line going up that, that Cheltenham Hill on a, a blue tire, first of all, with um, winning the, the first Cheltenham uh, race you've won? Yeah, it was uh, my initial feeling, to be honest, was just relief. Um, and then that turned to elation and joy and all the rest of it. But it was definitely a relief because um, Henry de Bromhead, uh, you know, I rode 17 horses for him, I think, over there that year. And like the previous year, I think I might have had one or two rides. So it was a massive step up for me um, at the biggest racing event of the year for us as, as jump jockeys. So. He put a lot of faith in me, so I was just delighted that I was able to repay him with a winner, and then to get another one on the Friday was just magic. So, um, yeah, it was a brilliant week. Yeah, it was quite nearly two different ones. You were on a Plutar was the favourite, and then Milena Indo on the, the Friday was a huge outsider. Yeah, he was, but like at the same time, he wasn't going all the way over there for the fun of it either. You know, everyone thought he'd run well, and. Uh, yeah, it's just oh, it's brilliant when they when they deliver. Yeah, would you feel pressure then riding a favourite in a festival like uh, Cheltenham? Um, yeah, I suppose there's definitely a little bit more added pressure, but uh, yeah, that's kind of where you want to be, though. You know, you, they're the ones you want to be riding, and they're favourite for a reason because they're they've, you know, proven that they can do it maybe before the festival, so they're obviously very talented and, you know, they're the horses you want to be on. Yeah, and in terms of the trainers then, would they have much, how much of a say would they have on the way you ride a horse um, during a race or would you just adapt to how the race is going? Well, it depends on the trainer. Some trainers have a few yeah. say, other trainers like you up and say, do whatever you think. Um... Henry has a style that he likes his horses ridden in. Um, he likes them kind of ridden prominently and, you know, with a bit of light and so on. Different trainers have different ways of like the horses ridden. Um, but I think at this stage, every trainer knows that sometimes you have to go to plan B and, yeah, you have to be able to do that. You know, it's not always going to work out the way you want it to. So, yeah, plan B is definitely has to be there too. And with the likes of maybe injuries, then would that have ever put you off? Because obviously, I'd always nearly think the horse racing is one of the most dangerous um, sports in the world. Yeah, look, it is. Um, it is, but no, but to be honest, injury is kind of part of it. Uh, the minute you get your jockey's license, you're made fully aware of that, and you you wouldn't want to be getting too wrapped up in that side of it um you just kind of have to accept that that's that just goes along with it and you don't really the the winning feeling kind of outrides anything that 
you know, any pain that you're going through when you get injured, uh, you want to just feel that winning feeling again and that just drives you back, you know? Yeah, would you have ever had a, a bad injury that you would have missed a, a festival like Cheltenham or a Punchestown? Uh, no, thank God I, I haven't missed um, either of those. I kind of have had a bit of a habit there in Punchestown of, of uh, ending up in the hospital on, on Saturday in Punchestown a few times, but... Uh, no, look, I've been lucky enough, thank God. Um, I haven't had anything major. Um, concussions, broken nose, wrists, uh, collarbone, that stuff. But I've been lucky with the, with the big ones. Um, so hopefully we can keep it like that. Yeah, and obviously Cheltenham this year, you got um, the win on uh, Honeysuckle. Obviously, it was between Honeysuckle and probably Benny Dechou going into that one. Um, what were you thinking as you were um, going up the hill for, um, for that one that Benny Dechou was just closing in on you, but you managed to hold on? Yeah, I was still in shock, I think, with the, with the gap that appeared in front of me turning in. Um, but... Look, delighted. Um, she's just an incredible mare to be to be part of. Uh, she's, you know, she's flawless. Like she just does not put a foot wrong and delivers every day. We've asked her to. I think Henry's performance in training her to the level he has every day um, to produce. You know, the way she runs is, is unbelievable, and uh, I just feel very lucky to be um, to be part of her and part of her story. Yeah, do you need that bit of luck as well? Just you might just get the inside rail or something in races that it just all um goes to plan. Yeah, look, you need the, the bounce of the ball, I suppose, and uh, sometimes it goes your way and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, would you have been probably disappointed then that you didn't back that up um with maybe another one or two winners later in the week? Oh sure, look, definitely. I I locked the knocking on the door for the rest of the week and uh yeah, look, some of them were frustrating, obviously, but um, yeah, we're we're we put that behind us now, and we're we're moving on. Yeah, and what would be the aims the um uh, your aim for the future? Would it be to to win a gold cup or a grand national? Well, win them all, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. honest, I I don't I don't set any massive targets uh, at the start of the year or anything uh, like I've. I feel like uh, I feel very lucky to be involved in the yard I'm in and to be able to ride the horses I get to ride and um, just try and just try and stay riding winners and stay in one piece and you know keep keep the momentum up and um, you know that'll lead it to good things then hopefully. Yeah, my last question: um, If you had to pick one race to win, would it be the which one would it be? The Gold Cup or the Grand National? It's a tricky one. I've been asked before, but I, just, I think the Gold Cup. Um, I think it's just it's Cheltenham and it's it's so special. Um, yeah, I, I would absolutely love to win a Gold Cup. Well, Rachel, thanks very much for coming on. Yeah, no hassle at all, and best of luck. Thanks very much.